Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Hello, our wonderful musicals with cheese listeners. I hope you're having a wonderful Monday morning. What you're listening to right now is a schmigadoon breakdown that is currently happening on our Patreon, and we thought you guys deserved a little taste of what you're missing out on on the paid side. So this is our first episode of the schmigadoon breakdown between myself and our wonderful video editor who's been helping us out with Patreon content, Elizabeth Esten, who is wonderful. This is a hilarious discussion, and I think you guys are going to enjoy it. And if you want to hear the rest of the series, come join us on Patreon. There's a lot of more other cool stuff there, too. Yeah, I think that's about it. All right, check it out. Enjoy. Schmigadoon! eats it constantly sometimes i get to wondering does she love it more than me does she love it more than me Patrons, and welcome to this brand new mini-series of something. And please welcome my wonderful co-host for Patreon with Cheese. It is our wonderful video editor and brand new member of the Musicals with Cheese family. It is Liz Esten! Yeah! Yay! Hello. I'm happy to be here. I, I picked you because you're the only person that could literally match up with the dry sensibility of Andrew. I have never met anyone with like a dry sense of humor quite like his aside from you. Yeah, I, I hope I live up to Andrew's mighty shoes and fluffy hair. <laughs> yes, this isn't like we're replacing Andrew. It's just on the Patreon stuff. He can't quite find the time. And Liz is wonderful. And I feel like more people should get to know her. So before we get into it, anything you want them to know about you, Liz? Do you like long walks on the beaches or anything crazy like that? Not, I don't, I'm not much of a crazy person. No, pretty boring. Dang. Uh, wow. But you and your fella did just go on a vacation where you were trapped in like this little weird universe where it was a musical. Am I right? About yes. This? And yes. y'all. Me, yeah, me and my fellow, we went to a, we went on a hike to work out our relationship. It's been a, while, been a few years. <laughs> we don't like each other very much, clearly. But we ended up in this weird-ass town, and I don't amazed we got out. Oh, my gosh. In case you haven't gone by our wonderful improv skills, we're talking about Schmidt! 
Megadoon, um, which is a brand new show on Apple TV that is a pastiche of like classic musicals. Um, and Liz and I have watched the show, and we're gonna spit out our opinions at you. Um, Liz, what is your relationship with like musicals, specifically classic musicals? Um, I don't have a huge relationship with classic musicals. I watched Ooh. Sound of Music as a kid, but I didn't like it after Act One because the Nazis showed up. So my mom, I my mom was like, "Why don't you watch the second half with me?" And I'm like, "But it's sad and full of Nazis, so I don't want to watch it." <laughs> <laughs> I was oh like, my god. No. So I just never watched it. Now my mom tries me to get me to watch White Christmas every year and I was like, no, no. I tried White Christmas this year. I could not get through it. No, it's, it's a, not it's a good. rough set. Not I don't like it personally, but you know, it's just me. Um I don't have a I have a working knowledge of classic musicals. I've seen most of I haven't seen a lot of them. Mm-hmm. I had to watch Oklahoma recently for work yeah. related reasons, but otherwise, I don't know a ton. I know I have a working knowledge of who's in them and what the tropes are, but like I haven't seen Carousel because I watched your video about how it's problematic, so I didn't go. Oh, into- I was about to say. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That that show's got some issues, but oh, it's such a beautiful score. Yeah, that is I might- literally one of the most gorgeous scores on the planet. On my list for years has been getting back to um, the classic Rogers Hammerstein stuff, but I I don't have a know a ton of knowledge but i know enough to understand when a music man references directly in front of me (laughs) i'm like this is the music man i've never seen it but i know it's the music man i feel like that's the problem with a lot of classic musicals is they've been parodied so much that you literally don't even need to see the original to get the parody yeah um like as soon as you see a kid with a lisp it's like ah music man got it yeah oh actually i didn't get that i did get the part where he talks too fast and convinces the town to do a thing but <laughs> i didn't know the list thing was from music man now i know yeah little little ron howard played the little boy and he had a lisp oh, in so the music cute. man movie it was i mean it's cute if it's not goddamn annoying at the same time you know yeah it probably um, get annoying after an hour but the premise of schmigadoon is two doctors melissa and josh go on a backpacking trip in an attempt to patch up their failing relationship relationship only to find themselves still arguing a backpacking trip didn't solve your relationship issues who could have guessed they they get lost and soon discover a magical town called schmigadoon which is perpetually trapped in a golden age style musical and slowly realize they cannot leave until they find true love the title and concept is a parody of the 1947 musical brigadoon now do you know anything about brigadoon i know it's called brigadoon and that is the main song it's not a good musical it's a learner and low classic um i recently watched the patrick wilson um stephanie j block production where they get literally the most irish people to be in the most irish musical of all time but it's basically like he falls in love with a girl that lives in this fantasy world and he wants to disappear with her and then he does irish that makes sense now yeah so that's the premise they're trapped in this fantasy world and they think they want out, but then they stay in, probably, if they're going to go with the Schmid- or Brigadoon way. Yeah, and Kristen Chenoweth's lipstick is here to attack us. Yes, um, I think that this is a rare show where the main characters I could give a shit about, but every one of the like backup players I am so interested in. Oh, yeah. I mean, you you've watched the prom. You've kind of seen. Uh, Ma- I've Keegan watched Michael the prom Key. many times. Many yes, times because of the video I had you made and other reasons, of course. Um, but Keegan Michael Key, 
I don't know what it is about him. He does. He must love musicals a lot, but he does not fit in the world of any musical I can imagine. No, he he's he's cast really well because he clearly likes musicals. But like mm-hmm. after a certain year, he likes musicals. Yeah, ish. I I I can't even say that. Like he doesn't have a stage presence in the same way that you put Kristen Chenoweth on screen for five seconds. You you, you feel her vibe to the back of the room. He oh yeah he cannot play heightened reality very well um which is a big problem with the prom but here he's kind of leaning into that strength a little bit more because he is the odd man out yeah whereas cecily strong i think really kind of does lean into the heightened reality side of it a bit more and kind of plays it up a lot more yeah you can tell how much she loved this entire concept how much she's overjoyed to be in a musical even as a person who isn't in it Mm -hmm. and i feel like she's between our two leads the one that gets more developed as someone with a goal oh yeah like her she has this belief in love that josh doesn't she believes that true love concept that we all grew up with with like the disney princess movies or even like the class especially even the classic musicals like in the early and first episode you see them watching singing in the rain and he's like i don't give a shit and she's like watch the thing please please watch the thing which is me trying to get my boyfriend to watch musicals he does not like musicals that much (laughs) my girlfriend I, I just had dinner with uh, Brent over the weekend, and his girlfriend um, turned to my girlfriend and was like, so do you like musicals? She's like, I like the good ones, <laughs> which is the best <laughs> response. <laughs> like, she is not going to sit down and watch The Prom and get anything out of it. Oh, yeah. Um, she will watch Fiddler on the Roof be like, yeah, I see why that's important, but I didn't love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like... Which is not a bad response if you're a casual viewer. Yeah. But which side of that love argument are you on, Liz? Do you believe in the true love you're destined for the one you're destined for? Or the more like, eh, whatever happens, happens? Uh, I I've, it's part of, I was single for many years. Um, I was mm-hmm. single for 18 years. And then I dated a guy who shall not be named. And then I, two years later, a year later, I started dating my current boyfriend. So prior to single, single cranky me, I would have been like, love is stupid. I hate people. Go away. Don't talk. Now I'm a little more like, I, I kind of agree, but I also am like, things happen. I'm more on the things happen for a reason end of things. Mm-hmm. It just, it happens. It's not like a destiny thing that we're all destined to find, like the one we're meant to be with. Like we're all destined to end up where we end up in our life, whether that like a partner or with a cat. I love that attitude. And I agree with, I think you and I line up or I think you're going to end up the way that you're always meant to end up with. Yeah. Like what, no matter what that is. Um, but a lot of people are just like, nope, everything's random. God, God doesn't exist. There's, there's no randomness and that's fine too, but that's just not the way I'd prefer to live my life. Yeah. It happens. Things just fall on your lap when you least expect it. Like, that mm-hmm. happened to me with my boyfriend. I was not in a, I was just like randomly like, I'm not looking for a boyfriend, I'm looking for a cute boy. And then it's like, oh, I find <laughs> my, my boyfriend. I got a b- cute boy and a boyfriend, yes. which is always pretty good. And he's still you know, here. You get that two and one. Somehow. He, he, I mean, hey, 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 cut that I'm out. I'm kidding. <laughs> and so I, I don't understand the idea of, I mean, let's just break down the episode. So they meet through weirdly magical means where he is able to 
like know that all the candy is gonna fall out of, ma- of a machine with like a kick if you think I about mean, that how many times is he low if you like how many times has he emptied the snack machine to nothing and pissed off a lot of workers whose job it is to build the snack machine that's someone's job i mean let's be clear it's not a guy that works in that building it's a guy that shows up from like the lace factory yeah but still that guy from the lace factory has a heart damage <laughs> Uh, uh, he, I'm more worried that he got fired. Like they're like, okay, all the candy was gone, but there was no money in the thing. Oh yeah, there was no money. <laughs> yeah, he could have gotten fired. <laughs> well, a Lay's employee got fired for Keegan Michael Key stealing. Yeah. To get laid. Keegan Michael Key is taking away all the Lay's employees' job by kicking. Uh, you know what? Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it was not worth the pussy, Keegan no. Michael Key. No. And honestly, and I love Cecily Strong. Not worth it. Um, yeah, maybe, I, I feel like maybe you could have had a personality, you know, you could have, like, you didn't need a big show like that, but yeah. that, that the musical, that's kind of what bothers me, where there's mu- musical logic outside of the musical world. Yeah. Like, that was a kind of, it threw me off. Yeah, it was weird, like, the, like it opens with the magical logic and how the one-year anniversary, yeah. he arranges to have a ton of snacks dumped on their dinner table, I guess is cute. That that is fine. Like that uh, that at least is a cute idea that it, yeah. like would pay off. Like if the it doesn't come off like a mistake. Like when Keiko Michael Key tells her to kick it. Like it feels like oh that's something he planned. If it just kind of happened. Oh that's neat. <laughs> that that's not the way it frames it. Um, but the relationship's not doing great because how long were they together? Like a year and some change. The four four years and some change. Four years. With the state okay. of my current relationships, that made me feel. Crazy. I mean, you're doing good. Yeah, I, we're you're fine. You're doing good in comparison. Uh, but it was just like, wow, this is what could have been. And they decide to go on a backpacking trip in the mountains. And I don't know about you. I I call me a uh, unromantic piece of shit. But if I wanted to end a relationship, that I'd go backpacking into the mountains. That isn't something to, to stabilize you. No. In fact, no. that's just insanity. Like, why would you think that would help you in any way? No, it's like those couples that are like, we need to have a baby to fix it, which is the more extreme version, but it's still like... Well, it is. Why would you go backpacking in the woods with someone you don't like? That, I mean, you can't run away. You got to face your troubles. I, I, there, there's an argument, but it's a bad argument. Let's yeah. just say that. No, there's, like, if you're going to break up, break up. Like, don't delay it. Like, King and Michael Key's character is giving me the guy from Midsummer vibes at times. Oh, my God, you're right. I knew there was something that was off about him. He was just, him. like, he didn't want to be there. He was, like, except for he actually kind of liked Cecily Strong, whether as the Midsummer guy didn't like Florence Pugh, like, at all. How do you not like Florence Pugh? Yeah, exactly. Like, what's wrong with you? If you're I mean, dating I got Florence one, Pugh. She's got... She's got one fault, and that's her boyfriend. That is literally my opinion on Florence Pugh. Yeah, no, her it's it's strange. I I'm fine with it. Like the age gap's weird, but she's happy. Like whatever. I'm not gonna. She could pick literally anyone in the world, but yeah, she could she could date any person who has who's breathing, dating Zach Braff, which is fine. Do do what you do. He's rich. He, I guess. You got the Garden State money. Live in the Florence Pugh universe. I, I, I feel that. It bothers me every time she pops up on his podcast and he just refers to her as, oh, look, it's my girlfriend. I'm like, no, that is Academy Award nominee Florence Pugh, you piece of shit. And she was nominated for Midsummer, not Little Women, just that. And in, in your mind? No, there's this, there's this idea that Oscar, like, there's this idea that people are nominated for Oscars for movies that are more traditional when they had better performances yeah. in non-traditional movies. Like, Alicia Vikander is nominated for 
I think the Danish girl, but she yeah. in everyone's heart she was nominated for Ex Machina and she played the robot. Mm-hmm. Great movie. Great movie. So no way she's gonna get nominated for Ex Machina, but she was gonna could have get nominated for the Danish girl. So Florence Pugh uh, couldn't get nominated for Midsummer because the Academy hates horror movies. But in in everyone's heart and Twitter, she was nominated for Midsummer for what she did. I want to say though, her performance in Little Women is great. <laughs> like that that's an Oscar worthy performance in its own way. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, I still haven't seen it. I agree. It. I like Midsummer more as a movie, but her performance in Little Women, it, she has to play a seven-year-old at one point, and it's just normal-ass Florence Pugh doing it all with performance, and it's great. So it's not like Anthony Ramos in Hamilton where he's like, I'm nine. It kind of is, but it works. Yeah. Or it's like um, that I'll... Brooklyn Nine-Nine meme of Terry Crews with the, I'm a nine-year-old boy sign. <laughs> yes, it is exactly like that, but also somehow it works in this weird movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, Let's talk about the characters outside of our two leads. So they get into the Schmigadoon world, which is this musical world where everyone's singing and it just is a musical. And they set up the rules very clearly in this first episode where it is non-diegetic songs. The only people that are aware that they're songs is our two outsiders, which is an interesting thing. Um, uh, what what is that first song we have in this one? It is Schmigadoon, the... Um, they, where they take the title Brigadoon and then they put it into an Oklahoma style song where it's like Schmigadoon it sounds just like, like that <laughs> it, I mean, I, it's like they were all here right now oh, <laughs> where yeah. they introduce every single character um, very well um, and the trope that they're representing um, ranging from Aaron Tveit as the bad boy Billy Bigelow insert um You've got Kristen Chenoweth as the the Mrs. Shin, uh, wife to the Reverend, um, played by Fred Armiston. Um, so many great characters. I'm just trying to rile through. Uh, Alan, Alan Cumming as the, the mayor. mayor. Anytime he does an American accent, like the most American American accent on the planet, I am in heaven. <laughs> yeah. Also, also, it's strange because I'm working in cabaret right now. And so mm-hmm. like I'm looking at Alan Cumming wearing like a jock strap covering his dick. <laughs> And then I'm like watching this, and I'm like, oh, he's an old man. He he got old, but he looks great. He oh, he looks, looks amazing incredible. still. But it's like, oh, wow, what a transformation. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, Alan Cumming, um, probably not the nicest guy in the world in real life, but my God, I love seeing him in media. Oh, yeah. And his wife, Anne, played by Anne Harada, who is also very good. Um, I think a little underused so far. We're only, we've only watched up to episode two. We'll do episode, you guys will hear our opinion on episode two next week. Um, um, so far, uh, and then we got Dove Cameron, um, as like the farmer's daughter. Yeah. And we set up probably the best running gag in the entire show, which is Pete constantly getting shot. He's constantly getting injured, no matter where he, where people are. I really hope that in the last episode, like it's, he gets a like song of his own about like all the pain he's been through. Or he, they just show him covered in like scars. Like there's an arrow sticking out of his head. It's like, hey. Mm-hmm. Um. What did you think of the song Schmigadoon? The I like, opening. I like Schmigadoon. It was good. Um, I uh, I think it introduces the characters really well and it gets across mm-hmm. really well. Like even Fred Armisen, who doesn't have an actual verse in it, he's just there, just standing behind Christian Chenoweth, like scared out of his scared of his his pants. He's just like <laughs> Christian I'm Chenoweth here. is Don't a bubble me. of joy everywhere else, but he she's terrifying here. She's terrifying. Like, this is giving me her and Descendants vibes, even though Descendants is a hot garbage Disney movie. Ooh. Which also had Dove Cameron in it. So it's all connected. It's all connected. Um, Dove Cameron is actually my choice for Glinda in the movie version of Wicked. Actually, my cl- choice for Alphabuzz in this, too. Um, in, oh, God. Ariana DeBose. Yeah, DeBose. 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 Yeah, Ariana DeBose. She oh, is yeah. my choice for Alphaba. I know she has a song like later on, so I'm excited yeah, for we, that. She doesn't do much. We'll get... Hopefully she does. Um, hopefully a lot of people get a lot of stage time. But after Schmigadoon, um, they kind of have a small discussion. They go into an inn. It done, it's weird and old-timey inn. And they get separate rooms because sexual tension and all that. They're not married. Um, and then Cecily Strong is left on red um, emotionally when... Um, she had a date, and then Keegan-Michael Key fell asleep through it. So she decides, fuck it, I'm going to the Tunnel of Love all by myself. And who's there but Aaron Tveit doing his best Billy Bigelow in a very high-waisted pants and a uh, sweater. Yes. Um, what do you think of his song, You Can't Tame Me? I like it. I think Aaron Tveit plays it well. I think he's played that character, like, six different times. So I think he knows mm-hmm. what's up with that type of song i will say he he embraces a lot of those elements very well it is like especially when he just flat out just steals lines from if i loved you where it's like hey who put the idea of marrying you in my head oh yeah um and he's sung if i loved you many a many times so he kind of knows he knows his references and what this is going for yeah he knows Um, exactly what he's doing you can tell and i i understand how Cecily strong reacts because varin tevate did that to me i'd probably react the same Okay, I was about to say, is he is he a sex pot? Is he an attractive man? I'd say he's attractive. Um, okay. I, the, the pants are a little Kylo Renny. Um, 
It's a little weird. Like, after seeing Kylo in those pants, I was no longer attracted to Adam Driver. Really? No, oh my god. That one scene ruined it for me. I was like, he's that's, really That's what turned it on for me. That's seven. what turned it on for me. And he stopped being hot. Like, no. Come on. Come then on. Then I saw episode nine, and he continued to not be hot because the movie's hot garbage, but. I mean, The Last Jedi is a great movie. It's a great I mean, movie. I don't Sky. care what anyone says. Okay, okay. You finally, finally. I like The Last Someone Jedi. Someone that agrees it's, with it's The a Last Jedi is product, a great movie. But it's like a decent product. I think it's above decent. I think it is the third best Star Wars movie. I don't agree with that. <laughs> I have a soft what are you spot putting for episode above it? three in my heart for some of the scenes. <laughs> yes, I like, I like episode three. <laughs> You're allowed to like episode three. I get why people like episode three. I, I, I don't, think the Anakin stuff is done really long. well. Especially when Hayden Christensen doesn't have dialogue. Because it's only good when he doesn't have dialogue. <laughs> it's just really saying something about that. <laughs> okay, this is not related to anything. But it's you not. said Hayden Christensen. And this is Patreon, so we don't edit anything. Um, But did you know there's a Romeo and Juliet film about warring pizza places? Yes. And it's Hayden Christensen and Emma, Emma Roberts. Roberts. I uh, I hate it. Yeah, I'm an avid viewer of How Did This Get Made. Oh, it was I've heard about it, and it is. It takes place in Canada. It takes place yeah. in Canadian Little Italy, which is apparently a thing now. Dear God. <laughs> so Cecily Strong gets ogled by Aaron Tveit, um, and it's hot. It's very. It hot. is very hot. Very hot. Um, and in that we do a lot of like world building where he's like, she's like, oh, thanks for the song. He's like, what song? Like, yeah, it, it, it comes together well. Yeah. Um, Aaron Tveit has always come across as a very intense man, um, especially outside of, like, films and all that. He seems like a very quiet, stoic feller. Um, speaking of quiet, stoic, subtle scenes, let's talk about corn pudding. Corn pudding. <laughs> um, this song is ridiculous, it's, and I love every it's second so of it. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. They sing it twice. The gag is they had to sing it again when someone says corn put again. Oh my god! Wait, I mean, I love it. You, I love. It. You put the corn in the pudding, in the pudding, in the bowl. You put the bowl in your belly because it's good for the soul. I mean, I come mean, on! I true. have watched that one scene on its own at least fifty times since I first watched this episode. Yeah, and Dove Camp really sells how amazing this is, even when it goes twice. Yep. Yeah, more corn pudding song, and I'm just like, oh god. And the way she specifically screams, she ain't never heard no good pudding. It is incredible. Oh, yeah. Um, the thing is, Dove Cameron is not playing an analog of any specific character. The closest is probably Adel Annie from uh, from Oklahoma. But it's not quite as one-to-one as Aaron Tveit's to Billy Bigelow from Carousel or the her dad from Oklahoma. So she's kind of allowed to play it however she likes which I think is great, especially in the next episode where, where it gets a little saucy. Um, we'll talk about that next week, though. It, it gets then we saucy. get attacked by a leprechaun <laughs> with Martin Short. My first thought seeing Martin Short as leprechaun was I want to remake Leprechaun, the horror movie starring Martin Short as the leprechaun because it scared the <sighs> shit out of <laughs> Did it really scare you? It wasn't. I was looking down for a hot minute while I was watching it, and all of a sudden I look up, and Martin Short is a leprechaun. And I'm like, why did I check Twitter for a second? It, it it does come across as a jump scare, and I'm wondering if we ever see him again, or if that's just the last of him. He's in the opening credit, though. So. 
I mean, as a character, is he? do you think he's going to be represented later? Or is he just like, here's the rules. Goodbye. I'm Martin Short. Except I'm also very short. Short. Shorter Martin Short. I'm the shortest Martin Short that ever shorted. The shortest Martin Short that ever short, short, shorted. Um, and the problem with this song is it just is explaining things, so I, I couldn't even hum it to you, where yeah. every other song I could probably, it's, like, scratch a tune out to it. It's just, like, the vague lesson they need to learn, like, you need to find true love, and no one knows what that means, though. Uh, um, yeah, it does. It's sisterly love. That's at least what Disney is trying to tell us nowadays. That's true. It's true. I do love my sister, so I get it. <laughs> or Once Upon a Time style, uh, motherly love. Yeah, that was only the first season, though. I've only ever watched the first season. I've seen the first five to six seasons. I quit when Captain Nemo showed up as a main character, and I was like... And then he was real later drilled, according to Tumblr, to be Captain Hook's father. So, uh, I quit. I did a hard quit on that. And even though Colin O'Donoghue is a very pretty man. You didn't stick around through the Elsa and Anna parts? Oh, I watched the Elsa and Anna part. You weren't. Oh. You weren't. It was not good. Though it you did mean have it was Scott just cynical. You mean it was just cynical marketing by the Disney Corporation? 100%. 100%. Same with the Oz thing. Same with the Oz thing. Because uh, Oz the Great and Powerful had just come out. Oh, you're right. I thought it was just like, we're still so angry we didn't own Wicked. No. We're so mad we don't have Wicked. No. Also, her green skin was CG and it looked terrible. I thought she just looked sweaty. She was she sweaty. She looked very sweaty. You, you could see her sweat. It was really bad. I've seen behind the scenes of that show. It's just purple screens everywhere on every set. There's like in some furniture. Yeah, anytime we're in the fairy tale world, it's like, what am I looking at? This is a fucking mess. One night I Y'all didn't even try. One night I was watching Game of Thrones with my family, and then afterwards I watched Once Upon a Time the next day, because it airs the same night. And there had there happened to be dragons in the Once Upon a Time episode, but I had just watched Game of Thrones, which had better dragons. And once on a time, dragons look like a video game cutscene animated by a twelve-year-old boy with a budget of six. I'm like, <laughs> just six, not even six dollars. No, just probably a budget six. Of six. Pa- six and a pack of gum, if I'm being like generous. <laughs> but by then, the budget was nothing. Uh, but once on a time does make Dorothy a lesbian, though. It's a small wins. Yeah, and it makes Mulan a lesbian. Mulan wasn't given anything to we're, this is not the once upon a do- time cast but leave us a comment if you wanted to become one yes me I'm, and Liz need another show to watch after this I'm one. Hap- I'm happy to trash talk this show and watch Colin O'Donoghue be hot once again uh, I, I'll just I'll go a Jennifer Goodwin oh Jennifer Goodlover and Josh Dallas is also very pretty the show this show is full of very pretty people very pretty people who are being fucked over by the special effects budget every week they they are trying (laughs) trying. um but that speaking of which that brings us to the end of our first brigadoon episode liz what do you think of this episode overall i liked it uh i think it did a really good job setting everything up the video episodes are like 30 minutes so they don't have a lot of time like get the point across and i think it does a good job setting up the conflict and the environment they're all in I think it could have done more with the side characters they show randomly, but I, we've only scratched the surface of the show, so mm-hmm. so they could if get you... better. I also I think Martin Short needs to stop jump scaring me. <laughs> I don't have nightmares, but Martin Short Leprechaun. Oh god, we can't be having no more Martin Short Leprechaun nightmares. We no. can't be doing it. No, but I want to also... sleep. I need to work. <laughs> But this is the first time I get to ask you this, and this is a very important question, Liz. Do You must take this very seriously. What is your cheese rating for this episode? I, I've been waiting for this day since the moment you hired me. <laughs> I'm giving a cheese rating. 
This is early on, so I can do the bullshit cheeses too. Yes, I don't have you to get can. creative yet. <laughs> okay. You have no limitations. Okay, I'm gonna pull some bullshit. So I'm gonna give it mozzarella. A nice Ooh. classic gets the job done and it does its job well. The hand job of cheeses, I agree. Um I really like this episode. It is a really, really fun watch. Um I think it, it doesn't it kind of lulls in the middle when it's like, I don't like seeing people fight. Like, it's not fun for me. And a lot of this episode is just a couple of actors that I really like fighting with each other. Yeah. Which isn't the most fun thing in the world. I'm hoping it'll ramp up to more entertaining things. And if episode two is anything to go by, it will. Um, but the only cheese I can give this is cheese pudding. <laughs> which is that is... healthier or more unhealthy than a corn pudding? Oh, it is much more unhealthy. I'm looking at this thing, and my God. It's like a savory bread pudding with soft white bread, shredded sharp cheddar cheese, baked in an eggy custard. It's a great, easy side dish for a cookout or barbecue. You only need a few basic ingredients and about 10 minutes prep time. Because I know when I make my best puddings, it takes 10 minutes. I, I need more time for that. <laughs> oh, God. Sounds like a heart attack. Yeah, you will die. I don't like, want to die eating it, cheese. Oh, that, that's the only way I plan to live. That's, that's the only way I'll survive. That'd be a cool way um, to go, though. He died how eating, would you like to he die, died doing patrons? what he loved, eating way too much. Would you like to die eating cheese, patrons? Let us know in the comments. And what did you think of our first episode? And also, leave some comments welcoming Liz to Patreon with Cheese, our official co-host on this show. It's going to be a lot of fun. Liz, how did you like this first episode? I liked it. This is cool. You get the vibe. It's not. It's not too intense for you. I didn't ask all the hard-hitting questions on episode one. No, no, no interrogations yet. I'm assuming you have a well thought-out plan to interrogate me and find everything about my life. I, I, my plan is to slowly reveal every part of your personal life in small details over the course of 300 episodes. I've been going through this plan with Andrew. I'm wow. about halfway done with it. <laughs> is this because I made that Milo video? Yes. Damn yes, it. it is. Time to dox you. Time to dox you. I'm Damn so it. sorry. I blame Meatloaf. I'm kidding. I have always blamed Meatloaf. I blame, but I, I blame QAnon. Blame, blame Meatloaf. Q Meatloaf. They should just, like, they should just rename QAnon Meatloaf. Q Meatloaf. Um, you know what, Q Meatloaf. Um, Liz, do you want to send us out and tell everyone we'll see him next week? We'll see you next week for episode two of Schmigadoon. Hell yeah. See you then. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.